You know what the problem is? Is that I can't just leave this. I have to hold it. Why do I have to hold it? Why do you have to hold it? Because it's. Why can't you just get a stand for this? Because it's not a microphone. That. Why do you always start off with a moan? You know that's a saying, don't you? What is the saying? You're saying you should never work with um, children and animals or Brazilians. No, that is not a saying at all. <laughs> You're complaining about the equipment. It's though. just I have to hold it. I don't want to hold it. Well, it's not. It's just it's a handheld microphone. You're not so you holding anything. Because so it's a very free. Okay. And comfortable there. Do you want to explain? Should we explain? Well, I'm, I, I'm talking into the read it to me mic, aren't I? Yeah, and yeah. I'm holding. What is this? It's a it's a hand it's a Zoom recorder mic, so it's more. It gives you more freedom to move around. <sighs> yeah, you can experiment with how close you want to put it to your mouth. I mean, That's okay. Is this close enough? Well, I don't know. You've got the headphones. Oh, on. sorry. Sounds good. <laughs> Again, working with Brazilians. There you go. <laughs> <sighs> well, hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, you. Yeah, are you yeah. are you ready for today's I am, reading? I am very. Are you ready curious for about this one? Very curious. Um, we have you built. You've sort of trailed it privately yes. as being a, a bit of a thing. So you're very excited. about I'm that. very excited because I love this book. Right, it's from mm, a book. It's from a book. You must have heard of it in. I haven't, you haven't told what it is yet. When so. he came out and after, I'm sure you read reviews about it. <laughs> The Sapiens book? Oh, yes. Yes. Somebody recommended it to me. I can't think who that was. Me? So, I know. <laughs> oh, is that the joke? <laughs> I'll go back to the statement I made oh, at the very beginning. It. Stop it. Right. I've got a bit of paper here. A bit of paper. Because I have rustle. I've printed it out. Okay. You know, the passage that I want you to read. Mm-hmm. So, Sapiens, a brief history of humankind. Right. Okay. So... Read it oh, to me. I mean, that's quite a long one, isn't it? Shall I say who, is, who the author is? If you manage to speak, to say his name, yeah. So Yuval Noah Harari, Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind. And then, when you finish that, there's an, there's an, an, an additional paragraph I want you to read. Okay. Okay, read it to me. Nobody's ever made happy by winning the lottery, buying a house getting a promotion, or even finding true love. People are made happy by one thing and one thing only, pleasant pleasant sensations in their bodies. A person who just won the lottery or found new love and jumps jumps from joy is not really reacting to the money or the lover. She is reacting to various hormones coursing through her bloodstream and to the storm of electric signals flashing between different parts of her brain. Unfortunately, for all hopes of creating heaven on earth, our internal biochemical systems seem to be programmed to keep happiness levels relatively constant. There's no natural selection for happiness as such. A happy hermit's genetic line will go extinct as the genes of a pair of anxious parents get carried on to the next generation. Happiness and misery play a role in evolution only to the extent that they encourage or discourage survival and reproduction. Perhaps it is not surprising then that evolution has moulded us to be neither too miserable nor too happy. It enables us to enjoy a momentary rush of pleasant sensations, but these never last forever. 
sooner or later they subside and give place to unpleasant sensations. Some scholars compare human biochemistry to an air conditioning system that keeps the temperature constant, come heatwave or snowstorm. Events might momentarily change the temperature, but the air conditioning system always returns the temperature to the same set point. Some air conditioning systems are set at 25 degrees Celsius, 25 degrees Celsius. others are set at 20 degrees. Human happiness conditioning systems also differ from person to person. On a scale from 1 to 10, some people are born with a cheerful biochemical system that allows their mood to swing between, le swing between levels 6 and 10, stabilising with time at 8. Such a person is quite happy even if she lives in an alienating big city, loses all her money in a stock exchange crash and is diagnosed with diabetes. Other people are cursed with a gloomy biochemistry <laughs> that swings between 3 and 7 and stabilises at 5. Such an unhappy person remains depressed even if she enjoys the support of a tight-knit community, wins millions in the lottery and is as healthy as an Olympic athlete. Incapable of experiencing anything beyond level seven, beyond level seven happiness, her brain is simply not built for exhilaration. Come what may, buying cars and writing novels do not change our. Oh, stop that again. Buying cars and writing novels do not change our biochemistry. They can startle it for a fleeting moment, but it is soon back to the set point. Oh wow! I. Uh, what did know. you think of that? <laughs> this would be, uh, well, I'm now wondering what my set point is. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same when I read it. So what's your level at? I'm not sure, but I'm definitely not the, the gloomy type, I don't think. But obviously I didn't read the book. I, I heard the book because it was read to me. Um, and that s stayed with me. That's why I went back. Because I always remember this set, the the five to seven four to three whatever scale it's really the opening line no one has ever made happy by winning the lottery buying a house getting a promotion or even finding true love i think people would intrinsically agree with that right yeah. you think it never buys happiness but they might say well yes but it, of course it may can make life a bit better but here's the, the killing thing people are made happy by one thing and one thing only <laughs> you might think okay what's that <laughs> pleasant sensations in your bodies <laughs> It's the chemicals. Yeah. It's the chemicals. That's why this extra paragraph oh, okay. comes very handy. Did I do okay it's, with the reading? Yeah, it was beautiful. It's part of the same same book. Okay. Sounds quite sad, but it's so true. So what's the relationship between what I've just read and this? Very, there's a link. Okay, so, read it to me. There is only one historical development that has real significance. Today, when we finally realise that the keys to happiness are in the hands of a biochemical system... We can stop wasting our time on politics and social reforms, putches and ideologies, and focus instead on the one thing that can make us truly happy. <laughs> Manipulating <laughs> our biochemistry. If we invest billions in understanding our brain chemistry and developing appropriate treatments, we can make people far happier than ever before, without any need of revolutions. Prozac, for example, does not change regimes, but by raising serotonin levels, it lifts people out of their depression. <laughs> so, uh, 
Is this a pitch for Prozac? I know, it's bad, isn't it? It's pretty much saying, just take a pill. <laughs> just take a pill. Poppy, again, has some, has some yeah, thoughts Poppy's, on this. Obviously. I don't know. So what we're saying is, um, however hard we try, it's all about the, the chemical reactions in our bodies. It's mostly when he talks about society, living in an equal society or a tiny community and all of that. Those things, they they make life easier. That they, they don't necessarily make you happier, right? So, so money makes life easier. You just don't have to struggle as much. But when they talk about the drugs, it goes straight to the happiness bay. I feel happy. I feel happier. So what he's saying, we don't need uh, we don't need revolution in order to equalise wealth in society. Just give everybody Prozac. That's it. Is sounds, that basically what he's saying? It sounds awful, doesn't is it? Is that the conclusion? Is that the world to? you want to live in? I'm no, not that's sh- not what the book is trying to do. It's just bringing bits of reality. But what is what he's saying? Yeah, what he's saying. If you want to increase happiness, then just give everyone Prozac rather than worrying about you know, uh, sort of temporary comfort you might get from having a pay rise or a, or a job promotion. But I don't think that's what he's trying to say. Saying that instead of, not instead of, because obviously you don't want to live in a horrible world, but understand the brain. I don't think we understand the brain. That's why we keep saying, buy flowers, I don't know, have kids. That's going to bring you happiness. It doesn't. I know, but I suppose, but life is full of experiences which give you chemical reactions. Mm. So is there more? Is there more of a? What is there another truth within the book here about how you might live your life instead? Oh, what would you chase for? You're gonna have to read the book. Okay, well, I didn't get. I must admit, I know I did. I did start it. I haven't. Uh, I it's haven't a very it. good read, or you know, listening experience. So I just wonder what other what other sensations you're chasing in order to uh, increase your happiness. Oh, I can't talk about those in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different show. <laughs> I was thinking, what <laughs> if it's not written, describe it to me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting audience for that one. Is that for uh, maybe that's for uh, patron backers only? <laughs> <laughs> It'll, it was read it to me extras. How sad will we be if no one paid for it? Oh my god, my serotonin levels will go down. <laughs> Well, I don't know whether you've made me happier or sadder now from reading I that. I know, so, it's quite yeah, depressing, yeah. isn't it? I'm sorry about that. I still, um, I still can't get it out of my head. It's, uh, well, yeah, do you want to live in a, a drugged-up world? The other thing that's a question, I suppose, is that how many people are walking amongst us that are on Prozac or other similar chemical, you know, brain, it's just a chemical, in, what's the word, you know, mind-changing or altering or changing the sensations in their brain yes. to make them feel happy. We don't. You don't know how many people you meet on a day-to-day basis are medicated, are highly medicated. Yeah, absolutely. And you think they're just, you know, what a happy little chap. <laughs> yeah, and you think, no, I'm just medicated. I'm all just the time. medicated all the time. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, like you say, would we want to live in that world, or are we already mm. living in that world? Indeed. Actually, I just thought you never asked me what. Um, what my set point was for happiness. What did you say you were? Oh, my goodness. I just said I wasn't sure about mine, but I wasn't okay. on the gloomy scale. Uh, okay. so did, you give me, did you give me a figure? No. On, Let me, me think. Then. Let me think. I think I am a constant yeah. seven. Seven. Okay. How so about you? So you go up. Okay, but me. That's a good question, isn't it? What is it on front which you said about... I'm just going back to the text Go back to here. the text. So... 
He said, on a scale from one to ten, some people are born with a cheerful biochemical system that allows their mood to swing between six and ten, stabilizing mm. at eight. Mm-hmm. Such a person is quite happy, even if things kind of go, you know, kind of go bad. Other people are cursed with a gloomy biochemistry that swing between three and seven, stabilize at five. And that person could be depressed even if you get have an amazing support network. Yeah. So I suppose I suppose the thing is it doesn't what am I? Because see, if you think that you are a constant seven, you yeah. know you can go up to eight, you can mm. go even to a nine, but you can go as low as five. But it says But you're it, never a four or three, you see. But it depends what you're born with. Her brain is simply not built for exhilaration come what may. So there's a bit of a biological determinism mm. saying you are you, you can manipulate it, but you can't you can't change that set point. That is really quite depressing. It is awful. It is awful. Isn't it? So I suppose that's where the Prozac <coughs> thing comes in, where you're boosting it up to a, either you're, you're boosting it beyond your set point. So you've got, you settle down, but then you are chemically changing that set point. Is that what you're saying? That's you right. Think? That's right. Okay. So you asked me the question. So what's mine? I would say, you said about a seven. I think I'm probably six to seven six i've got a six and a half maybe i'm allowed a half <laughs> i was just about to say because if you said seven i'll say no you're not as chirpy <laughs> as i am <laughs> you're definitely lower than me but you then start to think about the things that do boost it yes and then it kind of comes back down again i think it's a really fascinating idea about what that set point is and that's what the chemicals do to your body if you're a constant seven the prozac the clonazepam, whatever it is that you're taking, is going to take you a little bit higher. Just a little bit higher. Yeah. There's a theory, actually, just a bit off topic here. There's a theory in, in uh, for, for weight as well. There's a set point theory. So at which point, which point you feel really good. Mm. And if you dip below that, you feel a bit weak and a bit underweight. You feel a bit sort of lightheaded. And then obviously when you go beyond it, you just never feel right in your clothes. Yeah. And that can, that's only a theory. Um I think everyone has probably got that about what ideal weight they are. So maybe there's the same way there's an ideal, you know, an ideal sort of set point for your brain. Mm. But yeah. That's why it's so hard for us to imagine when people commit suicide. People who are, you know, they have a nice relationship, they have a nice job, they have money, they have success. And you think, what? Doesn't make any sense. Mm. No, it does. They were a forever four. Forever four could never change. Mm. So that means that that was predetermined then for yes. a little bit. I oh, think that's awful. really <laughs> imagine that on that on a depressing <laughs> note. So um, not great for a Sunday afternoon, is it? No, really? no. Well, but thank that's... you, for, thank you for asking me to read it to you. Oh, thank you for reading. It's a good, it's a, yeah. Sorry, let's eat some pie then. <laughs> I think the pie will lift us to a? Will that take you to a seven point five? Oh, definitely pie and mash. Yeah, that will that'll probably take me to a six point eight. <laughs> yeah, let's not go too crazy. <laughs>